0: Welcome back everyone on today's show I'm going to be talking about food labels, how our products are incorrectly labeled, different types of ingredients, misleading claims, what does low fat actually mean, what does high fat actually mean, what does low salt actually mean, and the ways that certain products might be produced in order to mislead us. So let's get started with the show. So welcome back everyone to today's show. Like I said in the intro there, we're going to be talking about food labels and different claims certain producers make about their products that might be slightly misleading, okay? And we're going to look at certain claims and certain terminologies and what they actually mean for the foods that we are consuming. So first of all, I'm going to start off with a little tip for most people so like dealing with clients on a daily basis and when we talk about foods in particular and look at a person's nutrition and their diet, it can be a bit of a minefield when it comes to looking at certain products and different labels and assuming that certain foods are healthy. Again, I'm not saying that there is certain bad food or good foods, but the way certain foods are worded or packaged are deliberately misleading in order to to disguise certain elements within in food so one of the first things we can look at is the actual front of the packaging for whatever the product might be and what you're going to need to go and do is to completely ignore the front of the packaging and any wording that's on it because the front label itself is and from a marketing perspective anyone that's you know, has done anything in regards marketing will will agree to this is that the front label is basically just to try and lure you into purchasing the product and it might be through the idea of a certain health claim especially when it comes to health and fitness and that's what we're, we're talking about in relation to your diet and manufacturers have often been, been caught out and you know have, have been seen to be dishonest when it comes to the way that the they use their labeling and they tend to use health claims that are misleading. And sometimes they're just completely false in in um, some regards. Okay, so where to even start with our labels? So when I decided on where to start basically and to pick a point with your food labels, we're just going to literally flip to the back and look at our packaging and go through each each term that's on the food label one by one because I think it is very, very important for us to have a deeper understanding of the foods that we're consuming and to educate ourselves on how to properly understand and interpret the information that's been thrown at us by you know certain companies and we can see then and pick through it how it might be misleading. So the first thing I'm gonna start with and keep it obviously relevant to working with clients and um, looking after their nutrition and their meal plans. We're going to look at calories first, because obviously we'll start with our, our looking to have a calorie deficit and reduce that in order to, to lose weight. So we look at calories. And when we see calories on the back of our labels, we have to make sure that one of the big things we're looking for is serving sizes and the manufacturer will determine what exactly a serving size is. So, for example, just looking at there recently, a smoothie bottle of 750 mils of a certain smoothie and the manufacturer's serving size was actually only 150 mil, whereas most people would actually view the bottle itself because it's just slightly bigger than, say, the normal size bottle of Coke they would probably consume that whole bottle within one serving. And I think the full bottle itself is 390 calories, whereas the single only 150 mil, which is probably only four or five sips maybe, was 75 in around that kind of region. So if a person was to flip to the back and look at the serving size first and just simply scan the calories without reading it, it's only a 150 ml serving they would have interpreted that the whole bottle might be only 76 calories i'm not saying that everyone will but just a quick flick of the bottle and having a look might interpret the wrong information so when we look at the calories first thing is first we're going to look at the serving size and see what the actual container might hold All right, so then we might have certain claims when it comes to your calories. You have terms like no calories, zero calories, calorie free. But what do they actually mean? So when we look at the term in particular calorie free, this basically describes foods that provide five calories or less per serving. So again, if we were to look at that smoothie bottle, that would be five calories per serving. There was five servings according to the manufacturer in it, so it would have been twenty-five calories overall. Whereas one a person might determine that that was calorie free, that there was no calories at all. We would look at the phrases "low calorie" and "few calories." All right, these describe foods that contain no more than forty calories in one two tablespoon serving or 120 calories in a 100 gram serving we also have another term as well if it isn't tricky enough to negotiate this minefield we also have reduced calories and fewer calories and they would describe foods that contain 25 percent fewer calories than the typical reference food per 100 gram so in order for a product to claim that it has reduced calories or fewer calories, it's going to have to be 25% fewer calories than it's typically referenced food per 100 gram serving. So you can really see how just even that little bit on calories itself, it might be an indication for someone that they could actually be consuming too many calories as a matter of not just correctly looking at serving sizes and recognizing the calorie content in certain products so this could be exactly why you're not losing weight just simply down to not being aware of how to correctly interpret the label or track the foods correctly because the label itself is deliberately misleading and it's trying to you know keep people away from the actual true calories that are in certain products so it can ma- it can market itself as a healthy alternative so leading into the next term that you probably see on a lot of particularly mar- health marketed health products would be the term free so we've already discussed their calorie free we look at sugar free and fat free also spring to mind particularly around health products and how they're marketed towards us as a consumer so what the what do these terms actually mean when we talk about fat free and sugar free because people have this natural assumption that there's zero content within that product so what it actually means is the product does not have any of that nutrient or so little that it's basically unlikely to make any difference to your body. So if calorie free, that means less than five calories per serving, sugar free and fat free, they both mean less than 0.5 grams per serving. So again, the serving size is going to become important here in what we consume. So you might have... Um, some of the nutrients that might be described using the term free could be, like we said, sugar free, um, sodium, calorie free, cholesterol um, and fat free. Another way then that some of these will be marketed and it's more so towards um, energy drinks being a big one. So other ways that the free might be used in terms could be um, zero um or skimmed or n- even the word no or without these are, are another other words that you see in certain products but zero probably pops up a lot more than any of the others simply because you'd have them on a lot of energy drinks which leads me into my next term which is low so we have the likes of low fat low sodium low cholesterol low calorie which we mentioned earlier above so basically when we see the word low on our packaging, it is, it's a term that can be used on foods that can be eaten often, okay, and you still won't get more than the recommended amount of that said nutrient, whatever it might be, so it might be low fat, low saturated fat, low cholesterol, low sodium, low calories, and it can be rephrased, the whole term can be in in reference, it could be little or few or low source of or contains a small amount. That's other ways that it might be marketed and rephrasing the terminology. And again, it's obviously down to based on, on where you live, what country and what way it's worded. And it's regulated by by um different agencies uh, in terms of how your food is manufactured. So there is some specific definitions when it comes to it. it's like low fat, for example, would be it's three grams um or less per serving. Low saturated fat would be one gram or less per serving. So again, we're always rev- always coming back to the reference of per serving. Low sodium would be 140 milligrams. Very low sodium will be 35 milligrams or less per serving. Low cholesterol, so anyone's watching their le- cholesterol levels, will be 20 milligrams or less per serving. And low calorie, which we mentioned already earlier, will be 40 calories or less per serving. So let's move on to the next term being lean. Lean and extra lean. So you might see it on the label, particularly for likes of beef, lean beef, extra lean beef. So the term basically is used to describe how much fat is in meat or poultry, seafood and certain game meats then as well. So the real definition when we break it down, lean is less than 10 grams of total fat or 4.5 grams or less of saturated fat and less than 95 milligrams of cholesterol per serving and Per 100 grams okay so it's very very important again everything is always referenced to our serving size what extra lean actually means is it's less than five grams of fat less than two grams of saturated fat and less than 95 milligrams of cholesterol per serving and per 100 gram pretty easy one next is high when it appears on labels so it could be might see it as high calcium high in fiber what it actually means is the the food that's contained contains 20 percent or more of your daily value of a certain nutrient and again that's per serving so it's very again we can look for that term if you're trying to get a certain amount of a particular nutrient into your diet Another way that it might be actually referenced on certain packages, and I have seen it, would be rich in or an excellent source of, again, that's all down to marketing and different terminologies. Basically, it's replacing the term high. Just like I mentioned, the next one there would be a good source, and we often see it referenced to fiber. You might see it appear on the label. So basically what the term actually means is that there's one serving of a food contains between 10 to 19% of the daily value of that particular nutrient, whatever it might be. Another way, as you might see it written, might be more, enriched, fortified, extra, um, plus, or added. Might be another way of jazzing up the term good source. The next one I have is reduced. We often see that on labels, reduced, but what does it actually mean? You might see reduced fat, reduced calorie, reduced sodium. So basically that the the food is being altered such to take out at least 25% of a certain component, like possibly fat or salt, or possibly even calories overall something certain companies may not use the term reduced on a product, particularly if it's the the original the original one and if it already meets the requirement for a low claim. So if it's below a certain marker, they don't want to say it's reduced because certain people might view it, particularly from a marketing perspective, that there's um the product is not going to taste the same or it's going to have a negative impact on the consumer's tastes so they might not put reduced on the label even though it falls below that certain marker another key food term is less so you might see it on a label reference to less sodium less fat 25 percent less fat than whatever it might be marketed but basically what the food term actually means is whether it's altered or not, it contains twenty five percent less of a nutrient or calories than uh, another food. It could be a regular version of the same food, or even a different type of food, depending on what the claim or the comparison within the within the two products. Another way that you might see less on a label would be as typical here in ireland would be fewer that's another marketing terminology to say for fewer which brings us into probably one of the last ones we're going to look at here when it comes to food labels and the different terminology that we're losing would be light or light or so you might have a, a butter or cream cheese or whatever it might be Basically, the terms means lower calories, fat, or it could be sodium itself. All right. So the term light can be used for, like I said, for sodium, for fat, but there's different reference points for each one of those as well. So if less than 50% of the calories in the food are from fat, it can mean that the food has been changed. All right. Which we we know. And, And again, it can be, it contains one third fewer calories or no more than Half the fat of the regular version of the food, so then we can reference it as light. If the food gets 50% or more of its calories from fat, then the product must have half the fat of the regular version in order to use light. So, we particularly see that with butters. And if it's coming down to sodium or your salt, the term light can be used when. The salt content of a low calorie or low fat food has been reduced basically by 50% again. So you're looking for a 50% reduction basically in your calories or your fat or your sodium in order for the product to actually be called or have the reference of light. I'm sure you can see how it could be a total and utter minefield when it comes to looking at certain labels and choosing the correct products. And consuming the right quantity of the correct products for a balanced diet and for your nutrition as well. And one thing that I'm going to really focus on here just to tidy things up would be, I did mention it throughout, would be the serving sizes. So if you're watching what you eat, and again, particularly if it's around losing weight or you want to control the weight or maintain your weight, the most important label is going to be the serving size. Because like I said, manufacturers will determine their serving size based on their product. So you'll see certain products that fall into the same category, manufactured from from different companies. And you'll see that the product is a different amount and what their reference point on the back of their product might be very, very different. So if you're shifting from one product to another product and you're trying it, just be highly aware that the serving size is likely to change and when you look at certain nutrition facts on the back of the packs many people are under the impression that low fat or low calorie means that they can eat a lot more of that food without taking into account what the calories actually are instead of having an understanding of what we've just spoken about earlier so some people even have the impression you can eat twice as much um, if it's a life version of a food and they end up actually even taking in more calories than what an actual normal standard serving of the the regular version might be. So the calorie and the nutrient information listed on the label should only be for, you shouldn't be focusing on one serving only and base your, if you're tracking can you're using my fitness pants so or that I base it off that so that would be my recommendation to everyone when it comes to your food labels make sure that the food label you know it, it works for you and it's going to fit into fit into your everyday lifestyle so you use them when you can have a quick look when you're you're shopping or you're picking up a snack or if you're planning out your meals what you're going to cook just make sure that the they fit into what your idea of healthy living is and what your goal might be and it coincides with that and i think that's a good place to wrap it for today guys i hope you found today's show useful and the information provided helps to give a few people some light bulb moments and they're going to look at their nutrition particularly their food labels a little closer from now on Thanks for listening as always and i'll be back again with a new show next week